0: All right, welcome back to the Darul Podcast. Today, we have the man Doug Johnson. He's an athletic trainer for Multi Radiance Laser Company. Now, we talk a lot about laser treatment, what Multi Radiance actually does, and how they're going to prevent injury, but also increase performance, and also get you back on the field, on the court, inside the cage, all of that good stuff. So, now, I had to make sure that we shout it out Live Train. They are powering this podcast. So go to Live Trained on Instagram if you want to learn about several different topics all the way from strength and conditioning to dance and cooking even, right? You got chefs and stuff, too. Don't we have that right? Man, they're killing it. So Live Train, check them out. They're powering this podcast. Thank you so much. Now, let's get on to the podcast. Doug, who are you? Like, first yeah. of all, like, who, are, who is Doug Johnson? And then also, yeah. what are we working for? What, we, what do we have here? What are these yeah.
1: these things here that you brought to me? So my name is Doug Johnson. I am the chief science officer at Multiradence Medical, and we are a medical manufacturing medical device company. And we work in both medical and veterinary medicine, mm-hmm. um, and we develop light-based medicine. So we develop technology such as the super pulse, like the game day laser, Mm -hmm. the pain away laser, and then the laser shower, which a lot of our professional athletes might use. And we create technology that helps to enhance not only human performance, Mm -hmm. not only reducing pain, but we've done some work in other areas. Like actually just today we were talking about how can we improve respiratory therapy? Mm -hmm. So imagine if you're actually traveling and going from, one altitude to another, can we actually impact how oxygen can be consumed? So we're doing quite a bit on the research side of what we do as a technology, mm-hmm. um, as far as where we develop kind of what we've done. My background's in sports medicine. I was an athletic trainer for many, many years. I worked a lot of professional teams. Mm-hmm. And my goal as part of my profession was to, uh, honestly, what I was really interested in doing was trying to create the Iron Man suit Mm-hmm. I really wanted to create something for the U.S. military Love it. of how can we improve performance, activity, and function yep. in, in a way that can be done in something so small and something so simple, and how can it be impactful? Gotcha. So almost like 16, 16 17 years ago, I, I had a laser. The multiradiance came to me and said, I was in clinical practice, they came to me and said, hey you're a laser guy, you bought a laser here mm-hmm. uh, and you wanted to, to do this, you should have one of ours. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. So we put it in my lab and we were seeing something that was crazy. So I saw it work great on pain. I was training carpal tunnels and okay. shoulder injuries and knees pain and all this stuff, it mm-hmm. worked great. But it was when I put someone who was normals and and we always call them in in research, there's normals and not normals. Mm -hmm. Um, And I always argue that athletes never should be in the normals bucket, but Mm -hmm. we we know that, that's a whole different story. But we were putting it on normals, we were putting it on athletes Mm -hmm. and putting it on their muscles and then exercising them to fatigue. Mm -hmm. And what we were seeing was normally you see their power decrease, right? Like afterwards the next day, their legs are sore, they can't walk, they can't do whatever. Yeah. We not only found that their pain, that, that fatigue, that soreness they had afterwards wasn't there. We were seeing a 20% gain in their strength on day two. That's not how that works. Yeah. That's not how muscles work. It's, it was no pain, no gain,
0: right? Yeah. And
1: here I'm going, there wasn't any pain. And I'm seeing this quick gain of 20% increase in their strength mm. after they've exercised at maximum. Mm-hmm. And that
0: was something we said, that's what we're interested in. How long ago was the strength gains? Did you did you retest a week after? We did, like- we did, and we were seeing that. So our very first study was, you know,
1: we always call this what the acute effect is, right? Like, mm-hmm. h- how does it work and how long does it last? Sure. And we were seeing that this was trailing off, and we saw this, that eh, it was about a week that they would have this effect. And we knew, we thought it was impacting it was putting energy into the muscle or we were changing oxygen or we were doing something crazy like that. But what we were finding out is that we were upregulating the immune system. We were getting some really good responses with these, uh, you know, these, uh, basically your antioxidants all being Mm upregulated. So your cells were protected Mm. during that activity. And that's why they were able to go stronger, faster and get those gains. But we actually wanted to see that. So we did a study where we followed them over three months. So we went through and said, you're going to train with this laser for three months. And then, unfortunately, you're in the placebo group, so you get nothing. (laughs) Right? Like, that's the worst thing when you're in the placebo group. So we go through and we train these guys. And the thing that we saw was at three months, they had 300% greater strength than the group that didn't get laser. Three months? 300%? 300%. But the gains that the active group got at one month, was the same as the placebo group at three months. Mm. So we're going, wow, one month. One month. And we're accelerating 30 this. days. 30 days. And we did the same thing. So we did that for strength. But then we turned around and we did it on endurance. So who, who, all right, well, I I was a runner, I like to run, I enjoy it. Yeah, but nobody really like runs because yeah. they really love it. Mm-hmm. But how about especially for weight loss? You know, you see people trying to do weight loss and they always have to get on the treadmill and run on that. It's it's difficult. Yeah. We saw the same type of gains mm. when we did it on the treadmill, mm-hmm. except we saw a huge reduction. So you know as well as I do, if you run somebody on a treadmill, mm-hmm. they may get lucky, they may lose five to eight percent of their body fat. Mm-hmm. When we did this on our study, we saw up to 20% decrease in their body fat over that three-month period. Mm. That is motivation. And this was in real time or was this like throughout the, the This day? was in real time that we did this. Gotcha. So okay. it was really, the point is we want to see this how it starts to happen. So we've done some clinical stuff. Mm-hmm. We've done controlled laboratory stuff. But more importantly, we started to do stuff in the real world like mm-hmm. with real athletes, real baseball pitchers. Mm-hmm. When is it important? It's important to say when does that fatigue set in, mm-hmm. because you know as well as I do where the body fails. And, and we train, we train mentally, mentally to be strong as well, because like you got to work through that fatigue, you got to stay mentally
0: strong, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. But the body has a fatigue limit, mm-hmm. and our goal is can we move that needle, push it, push it forward? So explain to the listeners, viewers, like. What is laser therapy? Because I know a lot of them are like, okay, we've been, we've been hearing about so what therapy. is therapy. What is this? Like, what is it? Yeah. So laser therapy uses light. Okay. So just like, you know,
1: remember back seventh grade biology, you learn photosynthesis. You put a plant in sunlight and a plant grows. Mm-hmm. Well, our body has that same symbiotic relationship with our mitochondria inside our body. Mm-hmm. So when we can focus that light... And get the right combination of color, which is the wavelength, mm-hmm. and the amount of energy, which is dose. So mm-hmm. it's just like a drug. You got to know what it's made out of. Got to know what the power. You know what the the drug is. The dosage. But we can actually get those mitochondria to act faster and stronger. Mm-hmm. So basically, we're producing more ATP energy. You have more energy. The muscle functions better. Yep. We bring in more oxygen. The muscle fatigues less. What kind of light is it? So this is um, infrared light. Infrared light. So you will see a combination. So we use super pulse laser, mm-hmm. which is infrared. We that's use infrared, infrared. Right? that's, that's, really that's deep. deeper, right? It's really deep. It goes real deep, and it's very high-intense laser. Mm-hmm. So the way that we fire this is it is a what we call super pulse, mm-hmm. which means it fires at a billionth of a second. So it's like a camera flash. Mm-hmm. So your body sees 25 or 50 watts of energy, but only feels about 5 to 10 milliwatts. Mm-hmm. So there's no heat. So you were going to... Uh, one thing, like I mentioned, we've done a lot of research and we do a lot of clinical, and we sell in vet and medical and all that. This is actually safe to be able to use at home. Yeah,
0: because it's skin safe mm-hmm. and it's eye safe. Yeah, there's a lot. I know a lot of guys like with me with tattoos too. who can burn in that in those areas. Absolutely, but I've used it and it doesn't Absolutely. burn at all. It's so. because it the super pulse laser allows us to go over pigmented skin,
1: so it doesn't matter. I mean, I'm a little crispy today, but. <laughs> You know, and that's because he's from Detroit. Yeah. yeah I mean, there's cool. no, <laughs> but you can see very white, very thin skin here. Yeah. You can see darker pigmentation the, because of the super pulsing, the way it works, it doesn't impact on the skin. Mm. So I can be as light as I need to be. Or if I do have a darker pigmented skin, the laser is still not only going to be effective, but it doesn't change the skin temperature. Gotcha. And that's the thing. That's the problem that you see with a lot of these things. Cause you may have seen some of this stuff where you're like, Hey, I saw something like this on Amazon or Hey, I saw whatever. Yeah those aren't tested the
0: same way and they don't have the super pulse laser technology that's what I was going to say like what separates you know multi radiance lasers than every other laser in the market yeah. it's that safety it's you know? that thermal impact on the skin mm-hmm.
1: can use it on any pigmentation mm-hmm. and the safety so like even when you go through and you see something and like They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can use this. And you got all these goggles and you got all this stuff. You got to have eye safety because these are lasers. These are lasers. Like you can't even use a laser pointer Mm. safely, right? Like that can cause issues with your eye. This can be used by anyone, anywhere. And if you notice, there's no cords. Mm-hmm. this is portable like this is yeah. this is whether you take it in the gym mm-hmm. whether you're doing it on the way to the gym yeah. whether you're doing it at home on an airplane on a bus whatever mm-hmm. it allows you to take the technology because it's safe not only for you mm-hmm. but everybody else that's around you
0: okay so which ones do you use let's say pre-training in training and post
1: training you know and and that's an interesting thing so it's it's one of the things that we've done so we've done a lot of research we've done over like 67 clinical studies that we do with this, and it's not on other technology, it's our technology. We, we do the work with our own stuff to nice. say, what happens, what does it do, how does it work? We know because it's ours. Nice. The one thing that we found is that it's based on the dose, okay. how much light that you get out of there. So the difference between like the two different technologies mm-hmm. When you see there's different settings, those are different doses. Mm-hmm. So just like if you have a small little headache versus if I just had surgery, whatever, the dose of the medication that you need varies. Mm-hmm. So the dose for preparation to prepare for training is different than the dose we use for recovery. And it's built into the devices for you. Mm. So all you have to do is simple. it's one, two, three. When do I use it? Well, I'm getting ready to train. That's step one. Gotcha. Boom, step one. I'm in training. That's step two. Oh, that's easy. Three, I'm in recovery. I need step three. Nice. So it's one, two, three. I like that. And we've got to make it... The, the the thing that's interesting is so I have taught laser for 18 years. I'm one of the developers on it. I'm one of the researchers on it. I've been part of the multi-radiance team for 18 years. Mm-hmm. And the biggest part about this was is it's got to be easy. It's got to be easy because for me to come and tell you how I figured out every single dose and how many... Poor guys, I've put on Biodex machines and exercised them until they couldn't walk. They actually—we used to laugh and say they get off the Biodex machine because we exercised them so hard and they'd walk in circles. And we tell them to take their turn, their blinker off. They're making circles, right? Because they're literally in so much pain. It's the only way you can actually make pain in a clinical trial. You know, it's by exercising. Yeah. So we want to see can we avoid that. So you can always tell. It's funny. They'll tell you straight away. I'm in the placebo group because they can't walk. And it literally, like we fatigue these guys where they can't walk for four days. Wow! Literally, that's how intense we train them. Yeah. And when we put that laser on them, that preventative side, yeah. we can see that recovery in 48 hours, the super
0: compensation within 24 to 48, and full recovery by 46. And the, the interesting thing is like, yes, you can recover them, but are they adapting? Yes. And that's
1: the one thing that, and, and that's here. what we keep seeing. That's why we had to do that repeated study where we followed them not only for strength training, but yeah. for endurance for three months. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with if you say to me, I'm going to a competition tomorrow and I need to be my absolute best tomorrow. Sure. If, if that's all it did, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. But my goal is to say does it stay does it help to improve are you hitting new prs are you hitting new goals that's what we want and
0: that's what we were seeing with the technology quite a bit that's interesting okay so why did you decide to get involved with this uh Uh, my goal was really
1: um after i'd started to do that first research i really wanted to get involved and create the iron man suit yeah yeah. i wanted to be able to find a way (laughs) to improve the military. Why Iron, athletes. Why Iron Man? A big Marvel?
0: Marvel it man. was Marvel yeah. kind
1: of a thing for it. Yeah, more Star Wars, but definitely a Marvel okay, guy. Okay. But I really wanted to see how, you know, in my profession, you know, you, you're, you're in your profession. You want to make an impact of what you can do. And sure. one of the things I said, how do we improve our military athletes of the world? How do we make that happen? And we we're mm-hmm. like, how can I do that? That not only something that they could take in the field with them, yeah. Something that they could self-administer for themselves. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, it was a very interesting thing because the US military was very interested in the technology because mm-hmm. the goal was there's nothing worse than training up a big bad Navy SEAL yeah. and then have them knock out because they get hurt on the last day. Mm-hmm. So our goal is to see can we maintain not only that high level of performance, but can we keep them there? Yeah. And, and can we maintain that? So my it was really selfish on my part. I was really interested in actually Doing that aspect of it yeah, yeah. and finding something that was, I'm going to tell you, so like, you know, you go to American College of Sports Medicine and you go there and say, by the way, I can increase strength, not damage the muscle morphology mm-hmm. and see increases in hypertrophy and strength without no pain, no gain. I'll tell you, it was a fun conversation because you know how many times I got laughed off that podium until we've done so much of the evidence and so much research mm-hmm. that it is now part of the literature, we're part of the systematic reviews that are the highest levels of evidence to show how something works and how valid is it. And we've scored perfect 10 out of 10s on these studies that we've done. So the Mm -hmm. high gold standards, you can't knock them and take them down and they're irrefutable.
0: So when it comes to, because I know females and males are different in the way they adapt to certain training. I know they need more, for me, females definitely. Like more volume and can do more volume. Yes. Is there a difference in the recoverability after using the laser from male and female? Or is it all the same? And and that's the one thing that's interesting. So when we do a lot of that work. So one of our biggest things, one of my big projects
1: I just did, um, we have an FDA approval for treating women with fibromyalgia. Mm. And that is certainly a neuromuscular deficit. Mm -hmm. And the goals, we actually use this technology as part of the basis to get that FDA approval. So we're one of the only devices, there's only two in the entire world, Mm -hmm. that are cleared to treat fibromyalgia pain. We're one of them. And it's our laser that's doing that. And we're seeing that we based it on the technology that we learned from those studies we did Mm -hmm. and found that they had the same response patterns, Mm -hmm. that they were able to train the same way. And our goal with that was with the fibro patients, Mm -hmm. because you know, You know the the one thing that we have to say is as we age our goal is you have to keep moving if you stop you die So our goal is to have good quality movement fibromyalgia patients are afraid to exercise because of pain Pain, We can help them with that pain reduce that muscle pain. Yeah, that's
0: all start getting them moving and now they can exercise which really helps them You did say something to me that this did help with pain medication too as well, getting them off of the opioids and and all the bad things that they could be putting into their body as opposed to this.
1: Yeah. And that's something that was very interesting is the effectiveness of the pain. So there's a difference between analgesia and anesthesia, right? This isn't an anesthetic. It's not an instant immediate thing. It's an analgesic. So it's Mm. like a topical sometimes that we might use, but one of the things that we've done is we've actually shown how effective it is in modulating the pain management. Mm -hmm. So we can actually get it to release natural opioids within the body. So let's say somebody's recovering from an injury Mm -hmm. and you have a laser, you've been using it for training. You can absolutely use it to help recover the tissue, Mm -hmm. but also help you with your pain. And it's actually now on the CDC actually now recommends laser therapy as a first line for treating chronic pain Mm -hmm. versus an opioid now. So it's oh, so. one of these things where it has the the best thing is is this is the tool. This is a tool. When you have this in your toolbox, you go, I can use it to prepare, perform, recover, and rehab. Mm-hmm. So if you have something, because we all get something as we as we train, no one, no one goes unhurt. At some point or another year, you know, something happens, you know, a little tendonitis or a little whatever. The laser can go into recovery mode as well and actually help on the rehabs.
0: Okay, so let's say we have let's put a scenario together huh. right let's say I'm training for a fight right uh, I got eight weeks and I'm about five weeks out usually with five weeks out this is when we start to see guys really start to get fatigued they start yep. to go down some injuries may occur or a sickness in that five weeks what can we do with the laser to prepare them for not only the three four weeks you know after this, but the fight itself. Yes. Let's run through that scenario. So we're going to start, so
1: part of their regimen is going to be, I want to use setting one. I want to prepare. And they're going to start where they're prophylactically increasing their antioxidants within Mm -hmm. that body. So they're going to go through and they're going to start treating it. So that we, our goal is to minimize that fatigue. Mm -hmm. So all muscles will fatigue, no matter what you do. They're, they're, They're catabolic, that's what they do. They burn up energy, they can't contract. But our goal is to reduce that volume So as opposed to seeing what happens afterwards. So normally you'll see a 30% drop in muscle strength right after you exercise. Mm -hmm. Our goal is when we do that, what if you only had to drop to 10% Mm -hmm. instead of 30%? How are you measuring that? Are you measuring it through EMG? We actually measure it with literally... Pick this up and put it down. Nice. So, like, I, love, I like that. You know, that's we've amazing. got to, we've got to do it in <laughs> real time. You've got to. We test them again. We put them through the dyna, You know, put them on a dynamometer so that we can so, actually get a physical measurement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And see how much force they generate, and we can see that drops. You know, thirty percent straight away. Mm-hmm. But if you only drop, and I've fatigued you, you've worked as hard as you can in that
0: that that session. Mm-hmm. You've only dropped ten percent. That next day, you've already recovered. You're already back. Well, that's what we're gonna do tomorrow. Yes. I'm gonna do that tomorrow. Yeah. With me. And with and the, the guys, best
1: thing about it. that is, you know, the one thing that we like. So you know what we do like, all right, so in research, so the thing is I want to do that objective testing. So I, you know, I want you to go back on the machine and I'm like, okay, Phil, lift this up again, do it again. Like, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm standing there writing it down. Okay, the 50 pound. Yeah. But I want
0: to measure what you think too. Mm.
1: And the craziest thing about the laser therapy. I don't want to say it makes them feel like Superman or super. Yes, I
0: was going to say maybe a placebo effect. Boy, they know when they run with it, we'll get athletes that
1: are runners and be like, "Yeah, I felt like I didn't get as winded sooner. I noticed mm-hmm. like it's it's always 15 minutes in my run, I hit that first wall and yeah. they're like, they're like, I didn't feel that way. Or we call it the Borg scale. How much effort are you pushing against oh, me, right? Yeah. And they'll always be like. I know I got that. Like, we always ask them, did Phil, was this active or placebo? And no. if you get the active, they're like, don't even see it. Even if I blindfolded you, you're not going to feel it. It doesn't get hot. It doesn't do. You're just going to see a blinking red light there because the laser, you can't see it. Gotcha. Even then, even if I put a blindfold on and asked you, after they do the exercise, I'm like, the active group. And I'll tell you, like, it's almost 100%. Mm-hmm. And we've done these studies. 16, 17, 18 of these. Mm -hmm. And when we look at the response that we get, it's exactly the same. Small drop in their strength, Mm -hmm. quick, fast recovery, minimize fatigue, and strength builds over time. And where we see that, so like, so you're asking about, I'm in five, I'm in week five. And let's just say I only started in week five, Mm -hmm. and we're getting them there. Where we see that that big jump I had mentioned earlier, we were talking about like, you get a big increase in strength in that first month. It's not on day one. It's not on day two. You go about a week into it and you're like, okay. But what you're doing is you're seeing those plates. I love it. When I train someone to do that, right? And we get them in the like and we're doing this program and they keep seeing the stack go up. Mm-hmm. And it's not stopping. And we didn't, we didn't measure it wrong. We didn't go in and do their 80% max and mm-hmm. did it wrong. Like that's not, it's not a hard, complicated thing to figure out. You lift this up until you can't, right? Like I need an 80% max. Yeah. But we're seeing that go up and where you see them make that jump is week three hmm. so now that we're in here at that week five they're getting ready for that event that's almost like it's when it turns itself on mm. the muscles the bodies have absorbed enough it's adapted and now it's ready it's like it's optimal
0: so when you put this on i mean it's going to hit a laser and there's and it's it's going to go what's like the circumference and where are you double the size of the head okay so that's your spot so we want to
1: cover Motor points within the body. Okay. okay? Because remember we said this is mitochondrial. There's Mitochondria throughout most of the body, mm-hmm. but there's not a lot in some areas. Where do we go and get the most? Where's the most blood mm-hmm. in what we're using and what structure? Well, it's in the muscle. Mm-hmm. So the trick is and I love it because people will say to me go, how do I know where to do it? How do I know how I'm supposed to do this and you go, okay, well, it's a muscle what, what are you doing? they go, I'm working out my quads today. And generally they tell me they're working out their quads. I'm assuming they know that this is the quads and not the hamstrings, right? <laughs> like generally, usually I, I've not seen that to be the problem. Yeah. So I'll say, put it on the quads, mm-hmm. put it right on the quad, do a spot on the quad. Okay. And you're going to hit that spot and you're going to be right in that area. Now I mentioned where I said, maybe the first couple times I'd be saying, do the quads, do the hamstrings, do the glutes you know, yeah. hit him every time. is it like five minutes at a time? How's that going? No, nope, we're doing like one minute per okay. muscle. Okay. So like if you do that and you're basically doing quad, glute, hamstring, calf, we're doing four minutes alike. Yep. Okay. So but the thing that's interesting, and I was telling you a little bit earlier, so we did this study. So like um it's funny, I went to Australia, right? And I'm going and I'm telling about this this professional hockey team that I worked with that won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. And I do this big presentation and I'm there, this huge room full of people, and I put up a picture of them winning the Stanley Cup and they all looked at me and I'm what? Like we don't know what what is this? And I'm like, it's hockey. They win the Stanley Cup and they go, We don't know what that means. Yeah. Like if it's not rugby, we don't care. So Uh-oh. I was they go, Don't come back until you do the rugby study. So we did. So I did this rugby study with professional rugby players where we measure their T-tests. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that we found was we didn't increase their best time, mm-hmm. but we increased their average
0: time that they tell, were doing. Tell them what the T-test is. Exactly. So
1: a T-test is basically, you know, where you set up your little cones. Mm-hmm. You got to run to cone B and then back to the and tap it so It's their kind of, you know... I don't know what the political correct word for that is now that we used to call it a basketball, but we don't call them that anymore.
0: But (laughs) it's back and forth. Back and forth. Tap tap tapping the line. It's suicides, guys. Yeah, Yeah, it is. But still, you know. We know what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. Most of these guys are coaches anyway.
1: Okay. Sorry, but. They were doing that and we were measuring how fast they could do it Sure. so their fastest time was always one of their first times that they did it and then that time you know they lag they start to slow down they fatigue yeah so what we did is we measured them at each time they ran it and we found that we increased the overall time that they could run it mm. so their time actually stayed lower instead of creeping back up mm. so we were keeping it more consistent so we didn't improve your best one mm. but we improved all your fatiguing ones afterwards how long does this stay how long does performance stay yeah and you know that's so i i mentioned that i work with a lot of professional athletes so if i were to tell you so like tomorrow you're going to come in and i'm like okay you need like eight minutes we're going to treat you in your gym it's fine like i could do it maybe in the car i've done it i've stuck it under my leg you know hell in my calf and you know yeah. i've done whatever i've done it even breakfast mm-hmm. but If I had to do this five to 10 minutes before I exercised, Mm -hmm. how do I do that when I deal with a professional hockey player or a professional football player who's in pads? Laser's not going to go through that. I mean, we got to get it on the skin. It's going to touch the skin, right? Yeah. So can't do that. So we had to actually measure that to see how long that effect lasts. Mm -hmm. So what was very interesting is that we found that that upregulation in the mitochondrial activity, Mm -hmm. and we measured that. We actually took cells, lasered it measured it and looked at how the little mitochondria were working okay like how they were like pumping out energy and we could see that so we do that we can see that when we do the treatment mm-hmm. it lasts up to 24 hours maybe even 48 hours during that so if you're going to train tomorrow morning you can do one of two things we can do it tomorrow morning mm-hmm. i know in five minutes after five minutes of doing it, it we're going to be protected but you can do it tonight mm-hmm. and have the same protection that you would have to your muscles for tomorrow Gotcha. So a busy trainer, a busy, like, I, I, let's just say you go, hey, I have a competition. Uh, we have a game and I've got 12 players. I've got to get ready. Mm-hmm. I can't do that all on game day. I can't do all that on game day. i got to do it spread it out and send them home and do it. Yep. Send them home to do that. But more importantly, what was interesting that we found, so I mentioned that study about the T-test for a reason. So our goal is you have to find the weakest link. Got to find the weak link in the chain. Mm-hmm. So let's just say you go through and say, "I'm fine." The only thing that I have a pro- I have a problem with my right knee, or maybe my right ankle, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Do I have to laser everything else? Because that is going to fatigue first. Mm-hmm. You're not if 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 I'm exercising and my left quadricep is going to fatigue first, I'm never going to fatigue onto my right. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to fatigue the other side because I'm never going to get there. So shore up the weak part. Mm-hmm. So if somebody says, this is sore, this is tender, laser that and then go train, and you're going to get your adaption as well. So shore up that. So it could take as little as two to three minutes to come in and say, use it like, you know, you'll hear people, use it as their ice or use it as their warm-up or their stretch or whatever. Mm -hmm. Add in that for their five minutes, treat their weak problem, Mm -hmm. and see how their training progresses after that.
0: Did you say something about, I'm not, obviously it's going to, drive more oxygen to the working tissue, correct? Yes, yes. So then obviously we're not gonna have too much lactate accumulation or we're not gonna have, or at least it's not gonna be acidic. You almost don't see any, which is interesting. So we
1: measure C-reactive protein. C-reactive protein is a great way of looking at how the body breaks down, whether it's a muscle or an organ or whatever. We look at C-reactive protein. Okay. And when we did that, we measured, we put this on the laser on, and then we put them on that biotex and exercised the heck out of them, right? Mm-hmm. We saw in the placebo group, the CK 24 hours later, just like it should, boom. I mean, it has spiked. It is up there. Mm-hmm. When you look at the active group that we treated with the laser, it's flat. Hmm. It doesn't go up because that was the thing that freaked out the shoe company that we worked with and that mm-hmm. we were talking about because they said... No pain, no gain. What do you mean if there's no? Then that means the effect can't last. And that was exactly what we wanted to see. Can mm-hmm. that effect last and can it be built? Mm-hmm. And it is not always necessarily saying we want to exercise to get that adaption. We've got to go up to the brain. We've got to get the adaption to it. Yeah. But we don't have to destroy the muscle to make it do that. No, not at all. So, But we're seeing almost no CK. So like yeah. they're coming out and we're asking, so how do you feel today? Mm-hmm. And they're like... I don't have any pain. So, you'll see the people that we put in the active group. Yeah. You'll see them like they're painless. Like, we ask them, they'll be like, I'm a six, I'm a seven. You see them walking, they're limping down the hallway, down into the lab. Cause, you know, th- their muscle is full of lactic acid. They're really sore. Sure. But we can eliminate that. And the other group's like, okay. And they're running back to the biodex, doing another run. And again, like after five days, like and they're looking at them. This
0: one poor group can't walk, and the other ones like you know Mm -hmm. running out of there at the end of it. It's 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 pretty dynamic. That's interesting. So, all right, we know it's going to work for performance, but what about injury? Right. Let's say, for instance, I you know rolled my ankle. Right. We got a we got a grade two sprain or something of that nature. How can that help? So. The,
1: as I mentioned, the laser is very interesting. So, so there's two ways to deal with an injury. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you, just coming from sports medicine background, my best way to treat an injury is to prevent it. That's the first one. So fatigue. Nice. <laughs> if I know you come in and you're training with me and I know you've got a bad ankle, mm-hmm. I am going to want to try to stabilize that lower extremity on that side mm-hmm. to make sure you don't fatigue, to lose that stability that'll do it again. Mm-hmm. But let's just say, you know, Stuff happens. because well, it, does. Well, it's and it con- does. If
0: I have a contact sport, let's say my guys will kick an elbow or something <laughs> yeah. like that. You can't really <laughs> boom. It's yeah. you know, it's this big. Yeah. Absolutely. So what, what ends up happening there? Like, how
1: can we? Uh, so we want that? to apply the laser mm-hmm. just like we would ice, and we want to apply it early and soon, mm-hmm. because just like I had mentioned, how it protects the muscle, we can protect the other parts. Remember, I mentioned I told you that we did this study about the hip pain, right? When mm-hmm. the total hip replacement, right? Mm-hmm. That is a r- large cytokine storm. Like, I mean, it's just as big as you can get. It's just building inflammation. Mm-hmm. Well, what if we step in and start down-regulating that, modulating that? They have to still go through the healing process, but they don't have to go through the, it's 10 times the size it should be, and they got pain, and then they can't move it. We can accelerate that through that healing process by controlling what happens very early on, mm-hmm. so we can improve those overall outcomes that mm-hmm. we're going to see. Mm-hmm. And we've done this for neck and shoulder pain. We've done this for knee injuries. We've done this for back pain. Mm-hmm. We've done this for tendinopathies.
0: Have you done it for disc
1: issues? We've done it for discs. Backs are backs are tough. So mm-hmm. so what, what what the laser? So I'm going to tell you lasers and it's magical. It's wonderful. It does all these great things. Mm-hmm. The laser doesn't make something out of nothing. Hmm. So I can't turn around and say cartilage and bone mm-hmm. or, or more of a disc, which is a cartilage, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't make new material. Mm-hmm. The laser doesn't do that. Now, if the body can recover mm-hmm. from it, so let's say you get a fracture, you get broken, you know, you, you, you fight and you got a navicular fracture that's not healing. Can mm-hmm. the laser help that? Absolutely. It's going to help to accelerate that healing, reduce the inflammation. Mm-hmm. And we did this in dogs. I mentioned we do veterinary stuff. So we had this dog that had a fracture, they had to do total open surgery, put in plates, pins, screws. They took the pet version of this that we have, Mm -hmm. took it home, treated twice a day for 19 days and that fracture had healed up Mm -hmm. in 19 days. And that's a published study. Like we actually published that study. Cause we're like, this is that nuts. Like that's crazy to see that. So absolutely from an injury standpoint, it switches from being your training buddy, to being your rehab guide, where it's going to help you do that. And this is the same type of strength, same type of leisure that you're going to get inside like when you go to like a PT clinic or a chiropractic clinic. Yeah. This is the same technology that you're going to be treated there, except you're doing it at home, gotcha. and you're doing it more frequently. Mm-hmm. Because that's the hardest thing with healing. There's nothing worse than an athlete who wants to get back on the field than to say, why don't you come three times a week for the next 12 weeks? Mm. They don't want to hear that. Yeah, I want to hear... Three times a week for four weeks. And by the way, take this laser home and do this laser every day. Yeah. And I'm gonna have you get those strength back. Mm-hmm. So we did one more crazy thing. So my poor guy, you just told me he's got a bad ankle, he can't train. He just he can't he can't do anything. He's in pain, can't train. Mm-hmm. Well, what happens if you don't train for a month? Gosh, what yeah. happens to your muscle? Yeah, it's gone. Yeah. It starts to waste away. We did that work to say. How long, if I just put the laser on it, Mm -hmm. will it protect it from atrophy, from getting worse? So we know from that study, if you stop moving your quadriceps, for One month, let's save it. And, and I'm gonna do this nicely because I don't want that. So let's I, not do
0: that because tomorrow we're doing. I know, I know, that's why I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like, someone has gotta be somebody. Me. Else. <laughs> so, my
1: hypothetical patient that comes <laughs> in has to have an ACL repair, okay, and they're stuck, they're in a brace for a
0: month, been there, done that, got it. So,
1: how would you like to, when instead of coming out and when they take that first thing off, and your quad looks like this, yeah, and you go that, and and god, like that was like. Years of training and all gone.
0: Just gone. It just it just Oh, it away. happened to me overnight. Like it was like at, Yeah. And it's it, just atrophy. I was like, what the hell happened, man? Yeah. And it's it like wasn't like, like hair I, out of it. And you're yeah. like,
1: how? How is this? Yeah. So we know that if we put the laser on it, as if you're training, mm-hmm. we can prevent the start of that atrophy for mm-hmm. about 30 days. Now mm-hmm. after that, it's gonna catch up to it. Mm-hmm. It's going to, but That gives you a 30-day window. Mm -hmm. What if you're you're doing better? You can start exercising. You're not starting back from zero. You're starting back from maybe 80, maybe 90 Mm -hmm. instead. And we saw that when we put patients during COVID. So we did this study where we went through and people who were on mechanical ventilation, you know, if you go on mechanical ventilation, your diaphragm gets weaker and it starts to atrophy. Uh We found when we put the laser on them, not only do we keep the diaphragm strong, We made it stronger. Oh, nice. And nothing in the world does that. Mm -hmm. And that was based on the work that we had done Mm -hmm. on looking at muscle, seeing if we could retard that atrophy on it, right? Right. So it becomes the tool I needed to train, I needed to recover. If I've I've had an unfortunate accident that I can't train, it's going to help preserve some of what I've done. And we see it not only just keeping the strength, but endurance. And that's a killer. Like, you know, if you got someone who's getting ready for a big race, and you know, they've been training for months mm-hmm. and get taken out and, and know that they could make that race, that game day again, mm-hmm. but now they've detrained too much that they can't perform, that's worse than not making it. That's not, that's
0: worse than not being able to compete. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, now we heard all about this, this great laser, yeah. right? What are some of the ones that we need to look out for? What are some of the ones that athletes should use and coaches should use, and if they're all good, then let's do it, and where can they get them? You know, the best thing when you go
1: through, so these two are primarily more for geared for the athlete. What is this called now? So this is called the game day, this okay. is the first game day, and this mm-hmm. is the simplest one because it has three programs, right? Mm-hmm. So it's prepare, perform, recover. <laughs> see that? On that. See that? And this is called the game day two, and what this does is this offers a few more programs. So this mm-hmm. offers pain, Mm-hmm. Like, I got a lot of pain, this has a pain setting and an ice setting. So like when you just said, I just sprained that ankle, what do I do? Mm-hmm. It has that setting on there that says, let's control that inflammatory process. Mm-hmm. You can get these through pretty much through multiradiance.com
0: or through mm-hmm. gamedaylaser.com. Multiradiance.com, make sure you check them out. Uh, you got Instagram, right? They're at multiradiance. Multiradiance, that's the Instagram. Yep uh yeah, Facebook. Facebook is Multiradiance as well. And probably LinkedIn too as well. Correct? LinkedIn is Multiradiance, yep. Perfect. Doug is the man. We're <laughs> yes. going to do a, a training session tomorrow. So if you are on my Instagram, make sure you go check that out because we're going to put that on there and put these to work. Thanks again, my brother. Thank I you. Appreciate, appreciate it. it. Thank right. you. See you guys next time.